It's your boy, Chuck Nasty, Charlie Smalltakes. Uh, so this is actually episode five, because last time I said that was episode five, and that was episode four. I can't count. Um, the thing was, my notes got mixed up. I had a four um, in there to like to record, and um, didn't get around to do it, so... There's the disconnect. I know you guys wanted the backstory, and you're welcome. So let's get right into it. Okay, so Charlie Small takes episode five. So, wow. Wow, wow. Uh, just watched Halloween Ends. Okay, so I wasn't actually going to do this, um, but because of what I just watched last night, I need to talk to you guys. I need to tell you about this movie. <laughs> It's horrendous. It's so bad. It's not just like the story part of it. I get it. It's a slasher. No, no, no. It's so bad. The the, the acting, the writing, like the wannabe cinematography, like the shots and everything is just so bad. I'm I, I'm telling you, this was actually a comedy. Thankfully, Sienna and I have AMC stub passes, so we didn't really have to pay for that. We did sneak in popcorn this time. Guys, we're getting there. If I spent $50 on this movie or $45 or whatever, I would be so pissed. Like, I would need to get my money back. It's that bad. Guys, I'm telling you, it was so hilarious. So many meaningless scenes. Like, at one point... (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis like walks into this house and the person says leave and she goes okay and just walks out what the fuck's the point of that scene and anybody it was five minutes of absolute nothing like this was the most ridiculous and then that person she met the guy's mom uh, spoilers here I know you don't want him kisses her son she slaps him and kisses him didn't think we were getting to the incest portion of the podcast. Uh, that was on the Game of Thrones section. Uh, we're doing it now, apparently. The daughter was a horrible actress and just like so horny for this guy. Like pursuing, like literally it's, it wasn't realistic. She just sees this guy and invites him out. And I'm telling you, when they go to the bar and start dancing, the dancing scene had me in tears. In tears. What the hell? absolutely ridiculous the main guy who's supposed to be like the protege of michael myers like the new big bad he gets beat up by a marching band not and not like a normal like you know maybe there's a big bad marching band no this is like a perfectly ethnically and gender diverse group where it's like two guys beat him up and for it's dude i can't it's so funny and then now the guy's supposed to be like Michael Myers Jr., but then they kill him. Like, why not set it up to be like, oh, the daughter has her own Michael Myers. Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers die. We're setting up the next 10 years of the franchise. Not not even like, not even that. It, it was so bad. Um, Charlie Small take or Chuck's take, whatever we're going to call that. I'm, I don't know, guys. Um, write in. You won't. 3.2. 3.2 is being the nicest. 3.2 is because it was funny. Okay, so we're going to kind of transition into TV shows. I know we've been uh, doing a lot of movies on here. Uh, we're going to go Rings of Power. Honestly, you know, Lord of the Rings, is a, it's, a, it's a really good franchise. Not one of my tops, but I do love uh, Lord of the Rings. And this show does what Lord of the Rings does well. Uh, great cinematography. 
uh, I will say the first couple episodes start slow. Like it's, it's pretty slow. Um, you won't be excited till maybe episode five. I'm going to be honest. It's in for a ride. Um, there's like the part where they go to Numenor, whatever city that is, dude, kill me. It was absolutely so slow. They are lucky that I'm a Lord of the Rings fan and I was just going to stick it out. Um, I guess I'm not lucky, but it was, it was really slow. After four and five, they did kind of start cramming some stuff. The last episode was very rushed. They added so much in there, um, which I'm, you know, I'm not mad at. I just wish they did that sooner. Like instead of four or five being the turnaround, have it be three and have one be a little bit more exciting. Have one have more of the backstory. Her brother fighting Morgoth, I want to say that's his name. Yeah, these bad guys, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like it was good. It was it was very solid. I don't like Nora from How I Met Your Mother that she's in this. I just don't like her. I don't know. Didn't like her. I love her in How I Met Your Mother. Didn't like her here. And then also, you know, the people that are like, elves aren't supposed to be black. You know what elves aren't supposed to be? Real. We're giving it an 8.4. All right, so we're going to move to Game of Thrones, okay? We did rewatch it, Sienna and I, because we've been watching House of Dragon, which we're going to get to. Man, Game of Thrones still holds up. It still holds up. And okay, here we go. Small take alert, right? Because we're on Charlie's small takes. Season seven and eight are not that bad. They're really not. Now, the last two episodes are bad. They're bad. I will say. Last two episodes, ah, they hurt. Seven, season seven, it, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, season eight, it's, it's fine. The first three episodes, okay, they've, they did change the Battle of Winterfell. It's a little bit lighter. I was working the uh, settings on the TV. The first three episodes are fine. 100%. I love the second episode. Everybody mingling before the battle. I think it's a great episode. Let, but let's be honest here, okay? We're talking about the last two episodes. John should have been king. We talked about, and, and they're talking about it in House of Dragon, the prince that was promised. Song of Ice and Fire. Jon Snow. What are we doing, dude? Like, I that part really pisses me off. And he should have killed the Night King. The whole thing with now Viserys in House of Dragon saying that this dagger says the Prince of Promise will defeat the Long Night, whatever. Yeah, maybe he is the cause, but we, he should have done it. We all know that. We all wanted Jon Snow to do that. What do we do with Daenerys? I don't know. Maybe they marry, I guess, you know, it's like aunt and uncle or aunt and nephew. In in Game of Thrones world, that's actually like distant relatives. You know what I mean? Like, actually, it's it's like very okay, I guess. Dude, Bran at the end? I can't with this guy. Like, I'm the three-eyed raven. We get it, dude. And nobody knows what the fuck that is. Everybody's like, What? And, and we did that the whole episode. Like, I don't understand why we needed to do that. I I, I am the three-eyed raven. I don't know. I feel like that was pretty good. Um, and then John, like, I saw the Night King. We get it. We know you saw him. We don't have to say it for three seasons. I saw the Night King. I looked into his eyes. God, that was bad. Really bad. I don't know if we're going to cut that. Um, 9.9. Guys, Chuck's take, 9.9. We already know. The only reason it's not a 10 is because the last two episodes. I don't give 10s out willy-nilly. Game of Thrones is one of my all-time favorite shows. House of Dragon. 
I'll say that this is a pretty good start. Um, I haven't seen the season finale yet that's coming out this Sunday. It's the opposite of Game of Thrones, where Game of Thrones kind of had all of these different storylines, right? And then they kind of, at the end of the series, break it into one. This kind of starts with just one storyline, and then I could see the splintering now. It is less funny than Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones had a lot more comedy. It's just a more well-rounded show. Uh, but House of Dragons still very strong for season one. I don't know if this is just me. It seems like less like physical set pieces. You know, we're watching the um, the Game of Thrones documentary, and they're talking about how they rebuilt King's Landing. They went to Croatia because that's King's Landing, and and Ireland. I don't know if it's the COVID part of it. But House of Dragon, it, it all seems CGI. Like the uh, the dragon pit, uh, obviously the dragons, I get that. But like the actual set pieces that they're supposed to be in, King's Landing, all this kind of stuff, it just feels like fake. I don't know. I do see the CGI being a weaker spot, not by a lot. What I do like about the show is everybody's flawed. There is no Starks that is our North Star. That's who we're going to look at. That's the heroes of the story. They're all bad. Like, Damon's not good. Renera is not great. Allison sucks. Kristen Cole, dude, don't get me started on Kristen Cole. Let's fuck Kristen Cole till I die. But they're all kind of like not great people. But I get it. I just kind of like that. Um, it kind of, you kind of have to hit your wagon to someone that maybe you don't love. Um, but it's an interesting kind of look on this. You know what I mean? Okay. So my favorite people in there so far, I loved uh, Strong. Rhaenyra's actual baby daddy, he burned immediately, but he was sick. Um, do love Amond. That dude's got a jaw. Got a jaw, but he's sick. Pa- eye patch, largest dragon. Aegon sucks. Give the throne to Aemon. I'm not even a pro. I mean, I'm Team Black over here. You know what I mean? It's Damon and Rhaenyra till I die. But God, dude, Aegon sucks and Aemon is sick. Uh, Damon, obviously. Obviously, he's a fan favorite. Everybody loves him. He's chopping f- faces in half? Dude. Um, we are going to overlook him really hitting on his young niece. Th- it's hard. It was a hard watch. Now they're like married. I. It's tough. But then who am I going to like? Who am I going to like? We have to like Damon. Ugh, I don't feel good about it. Masaria? <laughs> Worst accent. What are we doing? Dude, that accent's so bad. It's it's like actually distracting, comical even. Um, I dude, like this girl needs to go absolutely to the wall. Some things kind of looking ahead towards season two. It looks like Winterfell is coming. Uh, people are seeing the map on on uh, TikTok and and kind of trying to place it. So it looks like Winterfell is coming. They've said Henry Cavill and Elizabeth Olsen are attached. To season two, I don't know if they're going to be actually, you know, there, but dude, Henry Cavill as a Stark, stop. That's so sick. You guys know my love for Henry Cavill. And if you don't, you should. House of Dragon, I gave it a 9.4. It's actually surprising. I did think it was going to be maybe like an 8, 9. And when I did my little uh, (laughs) calculations, 9.4. Hey! Come on, man! Okay, so before we get to easy money bets of the week, I do want to talk a little NBA. I wanted to do this before I saw anybody, um, 
<laughs> too late. Uh, Warriors look good, dude. Um, they obviously already have a good team. Clay's healthy. Um, their young guys got another got another season under the belt. Um, I think this team's really good. It would be my pick from the West to go to the uh, to go to the NBA Finals. Um, the Draymond topic's going to be a topic all year. I don't know if it's going to affect them though. Like, yeah, we're going to talk about like, yeah, he hit pool, but what? Okay, they're still fucking good. The Bucks. The Bucks are my te- my team that I would put money on to win. Um, I still think they're the best. I don't think the Warriors have uh, like a Giannis stopper. He's going to destroy Kevon Looney. Um, Celtics obviously have a good defense, but Robert Williams is banged up. He's going under surgery. I, I think the Bucks got it this year. I mean, if, if Middleton and everybody say, stays healthy. So MVP votes. Some easy money bets here for you, huh? Uh, I'm going to go Jaw, Tatum, or Giannis. Uh, there was Giannis fatigue last year, but I'm telling you, if you look at the stats, I, I've heard other people talk about this. If Giannis had never won a MVP before he would have won it last year that's how good he was but because he won it twice already there's fatigue because these awards are all about the narrative right and it's the honest fatigue I I think he could go again for the uh, MVP when you're looking at actual MVP and who it usually ends up being um, you know a strong team with a younger usually they're under 30 Uh, that's why I kind of went jaw and Tatum Uh, Tatum's have a two-way factor those would be some of my bets. Um, some other other kind of thoughts. Uh, really happy with the uh, the Lakers kind of holding for the trade. Um, to like wait for a good pick. And that's what that's what 76ers did with Ben Simmons, and I'm very happy the Lakers are doing this uh, with Russell Westbrook. <clears throat> Guys, Clippers, come on. The Clippers, come on. They're not winning. Stop it. Okay, so let's go some easy money bets. We're going to go... Um, I have a couple over-unders, uh, regular season wins for some easy money bets. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, the Nuggets. We're going to go over. It's 50 and a half. Dude, Jokic can get 50 by himself. Now we got Jamal Murray back, MPJ, KCP, Bruce Brown. This team is stacked. I actually, dark horse to win the West. It is. Um, I'm going to go over on that. I'm going to take the under on Charlotte. I don't see how they win a lot. Hayward gets hurt. Probably going to sell Hayward and Rozier. Melo already got banged up. If 12 or 20 games in, they start losing, they're going to tank for uh, Wembenyama. So uh, I could see that going under pretty easily. And then I'm going to hit the Jazz under 24 wins. It's Victor Wembenyama season. All right, so I'm here with Ryan now. Ryan, give me that easy money bet of the week. What's going on? Okay, so for NFL, right off the top, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time, of course. Uh, first game of the day in the morning slot. I got the Falcons on the road at Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati coming off a pretty good win. Falcons also coming off a win. Uh, Falcons are playing above their expectation level. They're 3-3 three and three with Marcus Mariota at quarterback. Uh, kind of a log jam in the NFC South. I like the Falcons as six and a half point dogs. A little fun fact: the Falcons are the only team in the NFL that is six and zero against the spread. They've been an underdog, I believe. In I was just gonna say that they're the only ones that are yeah. six and zero against the spread. Yeah, they're five. I think uh, five times they were the, uh, an underdog, and then one time they were favored. They've covered all six games, so um, six and a half is a little too 
a little too juicy for me in the uh, with the Bengals at home in an early morning coming off a win. I still expect the Bengals to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if this comes down to a field goal game. So I would take the Falcons, keeping that streak alive at uh, plus six and a half at uh, Cincinnati. Jumping over to college, one game that I like, no bias because of my UCLA fandom. Uh, oh, here we go. I've got undefeated UCLA at Oregon as a six-point dog. Uh, UCLA's four, four and two, or five and one. What are they against the spread? I forgot. Four and two against the spread. Oregon's also four and two against the spread. But these teams match up analytically. They're basically the same team. I think uh, UCLA's got better quarterback play and a better running back. Um, it's going to be in Oregon, so I expect that's why, you know, Oregon is going to be favored. But as a six-point favorite, I like UCLA on the road to at least cover, especially because I think it's going to be tight throughout. It's supposed to be raining in Austin, um, Austin Stadium in Eugene, Oregon. So that means they're going to run the ball a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if you see some field goals here, longer drives, maybe even some turnovers that turn into touchdowns. So give me UCLA plus six. Not expecting a win. I'll be elated if they do win, but plus six, a little bit too big for me on Oregon. Damn, you good on that side? It sounds like you're taking out the trash. Wow. No, I actually meant because the audio, but also because UCLA, yeah. Uh, no, actually, I think it's a decent bet. Um, you know, they're just trying to prep for their game with ASU coming up, so. Um, totally, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a warm-up, if we're being honest, for the real games. Honestly, I could see UCLA beating Oregon and then actually losing the ASU, because that's so, like, on UCLA brand. It is a hundred percent. I've seen it a thousand times. Um, I, I would not be surprised if they won this week and then came down to the wire with like one of the most god awful Stanford teams I've seen in my lifetime next week, which I'll be attending by the way. So if that happens, Lord knows if I'll ever be on this uh, on this podcast again. But yeah, well, we'll we'll be looking forward to that. So uh, thanks, man. Thanks for your time. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, guys, we're here with Drew now. Drew, give me that uh, easy money bet of the week. Yes, sir. Okay, so we're looking at NBA regular season total wins. I see the Warriors at 52 and a half, and I see the Lakers at 45. Now, do I think the Lakers are seven wins less than the Warriors? No, I don't. So I'm going to go with the Lakers under 45 wins. I think they're going to be like a 500 team this year, um, unfortunately, because I am a Lakers fan. But that will be my easy money bet of the week. That's a... That, that that's a good line to go under after watching them uh this right. past this and honestly i wanted to do this before we saw them but i'm glad we did yeah it, it's it showed me a lot they just they look like the same same old lakers uh yeah russ is looking like our uh our star <laughs> yeah unfortunately uh do you have any football ones for us yeah i got a football one that i really like it'll be the cowboys and the the lions we're gonna go Lions plus seven. Just love that pick. Lions coming off a bye. Nice and fresh. Um, and, yeah, that's my, my second easy money bet of the week, baby. I think that's a great pick because uh, DeAndre Swift and Amon Ra should be back too. So I think that's a yes, good sir. pick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Thank you for your time. Yes, sir. All right, guys. We're here with Garrett now. Garrett, give me some easy money bets. We're going to go NBA over-unders on the regular season. All right, what's up, guys? So, um, I think this is a no surprise. New Orleans definitely improved their roster this year, so I'm going to take them over 44.5. Minnesota, same thing. I think they're going to just be chasing that one to two seed, so I'm going to take them over 48.5. 
And then the Utah Jazz are the tanking team of the year, so we're going to take them definitely under 24 games. Those are my picks for the NBA. I like I like those. I, I think Zion back on the Pelicans. Um, Minnesota's definitely built for the regular season. I wouldn't say postseason, but I like that one. I'm and then, definitely not picking them in the postseason. Definitely not. not. No way. <laughs> yep. And then, yeah, the Jazz, the tanking for Victor Wembanyama this year is going to be insane. There's a lot of teams, but um, so you do want to go because this is Charlie's small take. So you have a not so small take. Uh, I have a big hot take that you and Ryan hate. But well, we bet a hundred bucks. We bet a hundred bucks. So you guys would be paying me two hundred dollars on this take. What you is ready it? For? Let's mean, hear. My hot take. Um, definitely after watching that defensive front this past weekend, the Jets are going to win 12 or more games. You heard that right, folks. He thinks the Jets are going to go 12 and, was that, 12 and 5? Uh, at least. So let's break this down. I mean, you got Broncos, probably the worst coached team in the NFL this coming week. That's a W. I'm not sold on Patriots. I don't think Zappy is the next Tom Brady. I really don't. I think it's a fluke. It's another situation like you got with Cooper Rush. So Patriots, I think that's a dub twice. Uh, Bills, we're going to lose twice to the Bills. I mean, Josh Allen's elite. I'm, I, I just maybe we win one. I'm praying. That's just me being a fan. Uh, Patriots again win. Bears win. Vikings. I'm not sold on the Minnesota Vikings. I'm sorry. That's just, I can't get behind Kirk Cousins. Then we got the Bills again. L, okay. Now we're got four losses. Lions win. They don't have a defense. Jaguars, eh, they're okay. Not sold on that team quite yet. They're not quite ready to win. Then we have the Seahawks. That actually will be a good game, I think, just because Seattle's very competitive. But I think that's a win. And then the Dolphins, that could be an L, just if, if that team is healthy. If that team's unhealthy, I, it might be a loss. Wow. Um, guys, you heard that here. Uh, he thinks the Jets will be, beat Bill Belichick twice. Twice. That's um, that's absolute cap. Uh, and then, I, dude, I, I don't know. The Vikings look good. The Seahawks look good. The Broncos could easily beat you this week. I don't know. I think that's a tough bet. But Ryan, I, okay, I want to have a take on that. That is the worst coached offense. I mean, the worst coached team in the NFL. Like, did you not watch the last two games? Did you not watch Thursday night football chaos and then Monday night football? Like, that was just god awful. Yeah, but so as the last ten years of the Jets, so it's hard. Okay, okay you got me on that one. <laughs> But, come on, like, this Russ team is just not built to win. I, I don't know. It's just I'm losing faith in Russ. I have him in fantasy. I don't even want to play him every week, but he's the best I got. Um, yeah, but that's my that's my uh, hot take that I know you and Ryan are going to pay me $200 on total. Uh, so Ryan and I will each hopefully win $100. Um, you heard it right, 12 wins. Thanks, Garrett. All right, bud. Talk to you. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Welcome back to No Cap, where uh, I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't know if I love that. So, uh, we are gonna we have a follow-up. Our first follow-up, guys. Uh, so, two weeks ago, we talked about a, uh, a couple. They were uh, going back and forth, broke up five or six times. She said she wanted to be a hoe. We have an update. So, her mom, the girl's mom, texted... 
the guy, the friend, uh, a long paragraph about after he blocked her saying that like she didn't want to get involved, but doesn't want them to end on bad terms with each other. Um, you know, something of that matter. And then uh, he saw her the next night and she just cried in his arms, you know, outside of the house. And now they're back together. Me and my friend told him last night that he is an idiot and it's going to happen again. Yeah. So thanks for the update. Dude, down bad. You never go for the crying or the family member. That's like women 101. The mom always loves you because you know why? She doesn't want her daughter being a hoe. 100%. That's the only reason. You're just the safe option. So stupid. Yeah, and then of course she's going to cry because she's like, I don't want to be a hoe until the football player comes and says, hi, then she's a hoe again. Then she's like, oh my God, I regret it. You were so good to me. It's, tell me to get out. I'm telling you, tell him to get out. It doesn't matter. Let them end on bad terms. You guys are like, what, in high school? Early college? Done. Absolutely be done with this girl. She said to your face, I want to be a hoe. You want to be a hoe? Cool, me too. How's your friend looking, huh? Just kidding. Am I? Just saying, like, absolutely not. But thank you for the update. You should tell your friend he should uh, run away. Okay, so we have an email here. Um, the question is, how should people react to a haunted maze with serial with a serial killer room? Um, so they work at a corn maze, um, and there's five rooms. One of them is called the Maniacs. Okay, this maniac room is a scare actress portraying serial killers like Jeffrey Dahmer, John Wayne Gacy, Richard Ramirez, you know, all that kind of stuff. A lot of the Halloween media, something I'm not on, loves maniac, loves the maniac room. It's a fan favorite. But there was a TikTok um, that went viral and the comments were all negative talking about how it, it's messed up to see a serial killer when there were innocent people who became victims of such crimes. Uh, people are also mad at the message that this gives off to the victims. And you can look at this place up. Um, it's out in Chino. Okay, so, man, that's tough. That's really tough uh, because it comes with that whole thing with do you want to celebrate history or are you reenacting it? The killers thing is tough, dude. It's not like it's just uh, another history story. Like, people were affected. There's people like, you know, the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff, the last couple kill murders were in the 90s. That's like my age. You know, there's parents out there that could see that. So I do get the insensitivity a little bit. They're going to a haunted, a haunted mansion maze. So I get that. On one section, it's like, you know, it's a haunted maze. What do you think? I do think it's a little insensitive to do the actors um, based off the actual killers. Do Michael Myers, do a demon, do whatever you need to do, but that's tough. It seems a little too real. And of course it's going to be fans. There's fans. That's why these shows go off. That's why people watch these shows because there's fans of these killers. Um, you know, there's, there's the ones who want to get into the mindset of them. And then there's the ones who, you know, actually like them. It's really weird. So it's a, it's a really thin line. I don't know. Me personally, obviously, it wouldn't affect me. I'm not a victim, but man, that could go down a slippery slope. I mean, imagine a, a victim of these crimes when in or something similar, and now it looks like you're glorifying it. So I would say not the best look. Okay, last one here, guys. A little light this week, huh? 
let's uh let's email in let's get some uh get some more questions going not about me okay so we have a guy writing in context i had a class with this girl a few semesters back we have class again now we talk more i would say somewhat close her boyfriend just broke up with her and i've been kind of like a little bestie to her as she talks about her ex nonstop. She invited me out to the club with her and her friends tomorrow. So the question is, should I shoot my shot or, or should I just have her wing women for me? Man, this can go in so many ways. Um, I did follow up. I said, what's the looks like? Nine times out of 10, it's how hot, right? Because if it's uh, now, okay, if she's a 10, you got to slow play it. It's hard. And especially if you think she's out of your league and you're not that guy, you're not him, then you got to slow play him. He chimed back. She's like a 7.5. Okay, she's cute. She's cute. Now, okay, there's a couple ways you can go about this, okay? Yes, you could shoot your shot. Why not? Who gives a fuck? Because at the end of the, in the, in the grand scheme of things, if you don't, you're just going to be sitting there like, well, maybe she likes me. Maybe she won't. She keeps inviting me out. And my friends don't. I kind of like her. She's kind of hot. Why not? Let's just do it. You know what I mean? But there's different ways to go about it. I don't know if I would straight up just go about it, have fun with her, buy her a drink, schmooze the friends. I'm telling you, it's a way to get in. Go to the friends. Be best friends with the friends. Have the friends love you, okay? That's your other way to get in. But, I mean, who cares? You guys are going to be drinking. You'll be at a club. You know, try to dance with her a little bit. Don't like, you know, don't try to like grind on her, but like just just try to dance with her, try to feel it out. At the end of the night, see where it goes. See where she's going. Hey, you going home? Hopefully she says with you. And that's about it for Charlie Small Takes. Uh, please write in. We have the contact section on our website. Text me, DM me, whatever you guys need to do. I love reading these out. These are so much fun, actually. Um, I'm getting a lot of good feedback on it. So please keep doing that. Um, let me know how your easy money bets are doing, if you're actually doing it. Um, if you did uh, tune in last week, I'm so sorry. It was bad. I mean, okay, the Giants weren't supposed to beat the Packers. Okay, let's just be honest. That was, a, that was a, you know, not on schedule. Um, but thanks again, guys. Uh, you know, rate, review if you can. Um, obviously, listen to Big Small Talks. And that's it. Thanks, guys.